Hi, Teacher Mama. Welcome to episode 124. Today, we're talking about a surprising way that you can feel less exhausted and less stressed. And you're going to love today's episode. I just know it because it is chock full of tangible ideas for any type of teacher schedule, whether you're a classroom teacher, a paraprofessional, an elementary, middle, high school teacher, this one's for you. Hey, Teacher Mama, welcome to the Teacher Mama's podcast. Do you want to feel rested and have more focus in the classroom and at home? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for motivational quotes, ways to keep students' attention, or creative ways to relieve stress? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel exhausted and inefficient when behaviors continue to show up in the classroom and you find yourself taking work home again? Hey, I'm Ashley. And I'm Roberta. We too felt exhausted and wished for less behaviors and more time to do the things we love outside of school. We wanted to live more energetic and balanced lives and keep work at work. But we kept telling ourselves we didn't have enough time or energy. Until we found some time and stress management strategies that worked for each of us. In this podcast, you're gonna find health, routines, and mindset tips so that you will feel energetic and not exhausted. So go grab your favorite drink, and a notebook and your favorite pen, because we're about to dive in. The fear of this school year starting and wondering if you can handle it all again is so real, teacher mama. I can feel this pressure in your chest and I can hear your heart rate skyrocketing at the thought of bringing your work home with you all over again. You're wondering if you can make it through another year like the last few or if it's going to be the end of you. I want you to understand that it's possible to start taking back control of your days. It's possible to stop focusing on the behaviors and all the other problems at school and start taking action on those issues instead of staying stuck in them. It all starts with telling yourself that enough is enough. And I'm not going to let these things take over my life anymore. It starts with you saying that you're ready to do something about it so that you can start becoming that version of you that you recognize again. I want you to say yes. Today is the day that you let Roberta and I start with bringing some simple routines into your day and holding your hand through the process. It's okay to ask for help that you need. So we want you to go to bit.ly forward slash planning period coaching to start getting that most distracted time out of your day and out of your life and turn it into the most efficient. Again, the link is bit.ly forward slash planning period coaching. And the link is also in the show notes. Let's freaking go friend. Summer is over, which is just a huge bummer. And one of the things that I love, and I know many of you love as well, because I've I've talked to so many teachers over the last couple of months. And one thing that um, kept coming up was this love of just like going on a walk. And there's no agenda. It's just a summer walk with nowhere to go. And 
the big bummer is, you know, when summer's over, we don't have the time for that anymore. And of course, we're all still moving our body a lot during the school day. Um, and maybe those numbers of steps, like actually match the number of steps you make in the summer on your summer walk. But the big difference is that the, the walking around during the school day doesn't bring me as much joy as the steps that I get on my unstructured walks. You know, in the summer, I'm joyfully moving my body by going on walks, swimming in our little pool or kayaking or playing pickleball or going on bike rides with my family. All of these things take a chunk of time, though, and are honestly so much harder to do in the school year anyway because of our difficult, like, Minnesota winters. So, but joyfully moving my body is important, and it reduces my blood pressure, which I notice in my body. I can feel the difference when I'm joyfully moving my body, and, you know, the blood pressure cuff agrees, so I know that it's true, and I feel more light, and I feel like I have so much more energy when I'm able to just joyfully move my body. So how in the world can I continue to joyfully move my body when either physically I can't do the things on the above list or there's a major time constraint and I can't take a two-hour walk daily like I enjoy to do in the summer. So, And I truly believe that the way we move our bodies should be joyful. So what if we, what if we find a way to move our bodies during the school day that actually brings us joy or happiness. So in today's episode, I'm not talking about exercise. That's a whole different ballgame, and that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about ways to move our bodies that brings us joy, happiness, helps our mental and emotional health, and can help us feel less stressed during our school days. And most of the time, as teachers and other educational staff, I'm thinking about paras as well. The movement we get during the day might be attached to a stressor. Like, and not, I'm not talking like major stressor, but even minor stressors, like walking around the room, just like looking for behaviors or managing behaviors, maybe walking hurriedly from, you know, one one end of the building to the other, to the copier room, because you need something last minute and you only have so much time. So you're rushing, right? We're always, it feels like rushing from one spot to another to be as efficient as possible. And if we're honest, maybe even sometimes we're walking very quickly to avoid a certain faculty member that we don't want to chat with in the hallway. And while none of those things are necessarily bad, they're not like huge stressors, it is still stress that adds up through the course of the day. And we know that stress has such a negative impact on our body. We know that stress causes cravings. It increases blood pressure. We have less ability to focus, which leads to us feeling just really inefficient and bringing our work home because it didn't happen in the day. Stress has a myriad of domino effects, and it compounds over time if we don't release it from our bodies. So how can we joyfully move our bodies and reduce our stress by even just 1% every day? 
So here's the simple and surprising strategy. Let's add one, maybe even just five minute time period during the day where we're moving our body in a joyful way. So, and I promise that this is possible for everyone, no matter your schedule. So let's talk about some different ways to do this. And then you're all educators, you are creative. You can take these ideas and run with them and make them your own. So the very first one is geared more towards, um, you know, elementary teachers and paras, but I think it's possible with older kids, depending on the group of kids that you have. Um, and that's brain breaks and they can look differently, um, of course, but some of you may already have brain breaks, brain breaks planned. Uh, into your day. Maybe it's a transition. The other thing here, though, is maybe it's not the brain break isn't even with your students. Maybe it's with your own kids at home or at the end of the day before going home. And it's just with your own kids to transition between the school day and whatever is coming next. But find a brain break movement that you enjoy that can bring you joy. And of course, it's a bonus if it also brings your students joy. But um, what I'm talking about today is it bringing you joy, that you want to do it, that you look forward to doing this with your students or your kids. And there are some YouTube channels that I love that have really a lot have popped up since the pandemic. Like there's one little positive thing that came out of this and um, and it focuses on movement for kids. And there are these like PE teachers that have created these movement channels that are incredible. One of my favorites is uh, the channel called PE with Mr. G. He has like a new video almost every week and they're often um, themed to like whatever is popular. So some of the most recent ones have been Mario themed since the new Mario movie came out. And there are things like freeze dancing or spot the difference and there's movement or like, um, a would you rather type thing would you rather eat cake or a donut you know that's like one of the simple ones and then you choose which one you do and then the next screen shows you like if you chose a cake you're gonna do um uh, you're gonna hold a pose like a ballerina or if you do the um whatever else option i said like then you're going to do the floss or whatever like there's different things that you do depending on what action you take or which choice you take. And so those are really fun and they can be really fun to do um, with our students. And so I really, I really enjoy doing those types of videos with my kids. And it's surprising how much like movement you actually get in a short amount of time. A lot of them are five minutes. Um, there are longer ones like, that are geared for recess, but like I pick the ones that are five or six minutes and um it just, it's nice and it brings a smile to my face. So we can take a little bit of time and try different ones and find the ones that bring you joy. And, and of course you'll know that because you'll find yourself genuinely smiling. Yeah. I like, Oh, I had to check those out. Those sound really fun. Um, and then I mm -hmm. also wanted to remind you guys that we did an interview with Candace and she has mm, the yeah. movement for mindful, classrooms and I was trying mm -hmm. to find the episode number and I 
can't find it at this time. So maybe we'll put it in the show notes when we find it. But mm-hmm. uh, she has, what were they like five and 10, five minute? I think they were like five minute. Yeah. Little Some I think even session. less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For like middle and, and elementary school kids. So, and that is like, you don't get on the floor because the floor is icky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do appreciate like, that. Yeah. So all hers were, uh, you know, standing up poses and stuff like that. So that was, that was another, oh, here it is. I found it. It's episode 61. So you guys should go check that one out because she was, uh, she was super fun to talk with. It's Candace Bryant. Again, it's movement for mindful classrooms. If you just want to search it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. There's so many options. So, um, find one that works for you and that you enjoy. So that's number one, uh, put a brain break in the day, whether it's in your school day or maybe right after. Yeah. And I one... would add like, this is great. If you are a high school teacher and you're, you're like, I don't want to do this with my kids. Like they're already getting up every seven periods and moving or whatever. Maybe you have a block schedule and you are sitting with your kids for a long time. I remember I had a, <laughs> I had a, a really funny, uh, English teacher, she was like on cloud nine all the time. And I just thought I was like, how is this woman so happy all the time? And <laughs> she, because we had block schedule, we did brain breaks with her a lot. And I appreciated it um, in high school. And I mean, I was like an 11th grader. So you can definitely yeah. find things to do with your high school kids. But if you're a teacher who has like a seven period day, maybe this is just something that you put in. We hear from teachers a lot that they have um by the time they get to either their prep time which maybe is at the end of the day or their end of the day like the kids are out of the the building end of the day they're just so fried that they can't focus so instead of mm-hmm. sitting there and trying to make yourself focus get up and do this with yourself <laughs> you know like that's, that's a great idea yeah super good thing to add into your prep time for sure and it might feel silly at first to like do something like this by yourself like especially if you're picking like a really upbeat like dance video or something (laughs) but that would be fun if if it brings you joy and makes you smile like who cares what anyone else thinks I mean Mm -hmm. and you'll get used to it lock your door Uh, shut up your lights (laughs) have a little disco vibe (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so the second way um which is kind of like the most obvious um way to replace a walk in the summer that I keep hearing from people like I missed my summer walks and blah, blah, blah. So kind of the most obvious way to adapt this is to fit in a walk, whether, and of course it's not going to be long. So we have to be super intentional about how we do this. It could be a quick walk outside. Like I know, and of course it depends on your building, but I remember so many times I would drop my kids off at like gym or music or whatever their special was, or even lunch sometimes. And I would exit the door closest to where they were. And I would just walk outside around the building back to the front of the building and then come in. And that was maybe, maybe five minutes. I probably not even that long. And it was just time to breathe in some fresh air and be super intentional. So here's how we can be intentional. So whether it's walking indoors or walking 
outdoors during a short little break. Even even sometimes with our students, we can do this. And you know your students best. You know if you can do this with them. You know if it's okay with your building. But being intentional, and here's how you do that. I think what you can do to make this still an enjoyable experience is to pair it with mindfulness and to practice focusing on only the movement of your body maybe using your five senses. Um, I recorded a, a, mind, a movement meditation a while back. I will have to look at what that number was. Um, and that's that's fi a five minute movement mind meditation where you're just looking at each of your five senses and what do you notice in that moment on that walk? You're focusing on your breathing and you're focusing on, you know, breathing in what is, you know, breathing in calm, breathing in nature if you're outside. And then as you breathe out, imagine that stress just leaving your body. And so that can be really powerful, even in a short amount of time. Um, the other option some schools have that I wanted to mention is just to think about, like, maybe you want to arrive to school a tiny bit early if your track is open and walk the track a couple times. I know so many teachers who do this. They also do it. That's the first thing they do on their prep or on their lunch. And that's great if that's an option or an, something that's available to you. Um, but again, it's being super mindful. It's not a time to be on your phone, checking email or Instagram. It's to be able to have that joyful experience. It's, it's, being super mindful and focusing on breathing in joy, releasing the stressful energy. Um, and I think one last thing before I get to our third little tip here, um, I think you'll be surprised at how little time is actually needed to feel that shift in your body when you're being really mindful. I know if I'm going on a walk and I need to get rid of um, a lot of pent up energy Typically, like, it's two miles for me to get that, like, shift in energy. But if I'm pairing mindfulness to it and I'm really visualizing stress leaving my body, then I can feel that shift in my body in five minutes, sometimes even less. And, of course, it depends on how much stress there is. But I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at how little time it, it actually can take. And if it's done regularly you're keeping that stress at a manageable level in your body and it'll become easier over time to get rid of the stress and feel that shift in your body because you're keeping up on it. Because the the bummer with stress is it doesn't reset at the beginning of every day. If you haven't released your stress from the day before, it's still hanging out in your body. And so at first, if it's been a while since you've done things to release that stress from your body, then it can take a little bit more time to get rid of it. But the more you do it, the easier uh, and quicker it can be to release that, that stress energy. Okay, so number three, fit movement that you enjoy sporadically throughout the day. And so it might even be just 30 second increments. So maybe your day is super packed you can't go on a walk. Maybe you have a, a, a specific classroom or set of students that would never do a brain break with you. And I get that. There are years, there are classes where it's like, yep, that's this is not the group for that. 
And I get that. So instead, find something you enjoy doing and mindfully bring it into 30 seconds of your day here and there. Like, um, I, 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 I know this. I'm prefacing this. I am a little bit weird. I get that. But here's my example. I love doing squats and calf raises. I love how it makes my legs feel. I just, I know it's weird, but it does make me happy. It really does. So, um, or like holding warrior two feels so Mm. good in my body. Those are things though that I can do super quickly during transition times or while my like thinking about like my kindergarten classroom even I could do a warrior two pose while they're moving from the carpet back to their table spots you know it doesn't have to take a ton of time and these are things that you could do during um, class uh, between classes or at the beginning of prep but to help reduce stress it's really important to focus on only the movement that you're doing uh, for 30 seconds or however long it is. So focus on your breathing, like in the example of doing a, like a warrior two pose, focus on breathing while you're in that pose or whatever it is, and imagine joy radiating from within you and imagine the stress just leaving your body with each exhale and just wherever you hold stress in your body. So for me, I hold stress in my shoulders and my upper back. So I really focus on that part of my body as I'm breathing out and try like to focus on relaxing it and really feel that stress leaving and relaxing that area in my body. And so even just 30 minutes every once in a while can help and doing like squats and calf raises, it makes me feel like accomplished and I love the way it feels. And so um, focusing on whatever that movement is that you enjoy that you can do really quickly Throughout the day, make sure it's something that you enjoy and you're not like checking grades or again, checking email or doing something at the same time. It's focusing on that movement with the purpose of releasing stress so that you can have, you feel like you have more energy during the day. You feel like you can be more efficient and you have more energy and this is the way to do it. Um, So those are three really broad examples of how to fit joyful movement into your day. Ashley, did you have any ideas to add? I'm going to throw a weird random bonus thing in here at the end because you were talking about random. (laughs) You were talking about squats and uh, just like fitting it in throughout your day. So random. I, there are some nights where I can't sleep. So this isn't day. This is actually night. Um, and this isn't going to work for everybody. You kind of have to um, play around with it. If you're a person who once in a while wakes up in the middle of the night and you can't go back to sleep, it's usually when something is really bothering me and I can't like I can't get my brain to shut off and I am awake for like hours. And so I've fought it and fought it and fought it. And then the last couple times this has happened, it doesn't happen very often. It's just when something is really bothering me. But the last couple times I've gotten up out of bed, if I find that I can't fall back asleep and I do some sort of movement for like two minutes to get my, uh, my heart rate up. And I used to do this when I was pregnant too, because I used to get like restless leg syndrome 
And I would get up and I would do squats and I would like until I was burning so hard that I was like, I can't go anymore. And um, so this happened last time. This was like a couple weeks ago and I could not fall back asleep. So I got up. I did like 100 jumping jacks. I got my heart rate up and then I sat down and I journaled about what was bothering me and I prayed for a little bit and then I read for a little bit just to like you know calm my body back down and I finally ended up falling back asleep but I could not you guys laid there for like two hours and it was like it was getting up and moving and then using some journaling and praying and reading to help me calm my body back down so there's a little random tip for you guys if you find that you're not able to sleep you wake up at you know 2 3 a.m to go pee or whatever and then you just can't fall back asleep maybe try this i'm not saying it's going to work for everybody but it does work for me so <laughs> there's my mm-hmm. weird random tip <laughs> yeah that's a great point and i mean that's again that's closing the stress cycle by Mm-hmm. by doing that movement and then processing through it so that's that's a good point and that's something we also teach with like prep like if you need to take a few minutes to journal through something that happened during the day to mm-hmm. to do that because it's going to benefit you and actually help you focus in the long run if you can get it out of your system so you stop ruminating and th- and and thinking about it nonstop. if you just take couple minutes, journal it out, and then um, be able to move on. For it sure. may take you, like Roberta said, like if, if it was a super stressful situation, it may take a little bit and it may just be a day where that's all you focus on in that 20 minutes after school, just so you don't bring it home with you mm-hmm. and like the stress home with you. And then maybe you didn't get everything done that you needed to. Oh, well, like at least you're not bringing the stress home, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And you can imagine the physical benefits too. I mean, I, I think that's been a big awakening for me this summer is just noticing how much compounded stress in my body has led to really drastically increased blood pressure. And I mean, I do not need to tell you guys the importance of you know, our blood pressure and making sure it's at a decent level. So it's been front of mind for me. And I think that um, as teachers, we see a lot of stress during the day. It comes in various forms. And the best way to remove that stress is by closing the stress cycle. And, and one of the ways of doing that is to joyfully move. And I think you'll see a huge huge benefit, especially over time, if you do brain breaks or find a way to get a walk in or fit movement in sporadically through your day. I just know you're going to notice a difference and probably within a week or less. So I hope this was super, super impactful and that you heard something today that you can run with and try yourself. Hey, Teacher Mama, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It lights us up to know this podcast is helping you. Also, please share this with a friend who might need it today. Okay, time to go spend all that extra time we have with our families. No more stressing out over schoolwork that didn't get done before contract time. We'll meet you back here in a couple of days for another episode. Bye. Bye!